Love Talk Radio.
God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you this morning thanking you, Lord, for another Thursday morning. Thank you for waking us up, closing our right minds. We thank you for the use and activity of our limbs, our life, our health, and our strength this morning. We give you glory, we give you the honor, and we give you the praise. Father, there's none like you. You're on our side in spite of us. Father, you're looking beyond our fault and yet meeting our needs. We can cast our cares upon you, for you careth for us. Father, we can look to the hill from which cometh our help. All of our help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. We thank you this morning for all you've done for us, what you're doing right now, and what you're going to do. We give you glory. We give you the honor and praise this morning. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, we come together bringing every call and every listener. Father, you know what's going on in each and every one of our lives. You know what's happening at our homes. We ask you this morning to move in a special way. Father, you know those that are homeless. You know those that are going through. Father, we ask that you would move for every caller, every listener, those coming through the archives and podcasts this morning. Father, we ask that you would move in a mighty way. Fix our hearts today. Fix our hearts. Regulate our minds. Let this mind be in us that was also in Christ Jesus. Father, we come this morning asking for understanding, wisdom, and knowledge this morning understanding, knowledge, and wisdom. Help us today. You said, if any man like wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives liberally and upbraideth not. We come into you for more spiritual knowledge, more spiritual understanding, more spiritual wisdom. We're coming to you this morning asking, Father, that you would teach us how to follow you as you lead and guide us in the right path for your name's sake. Father, we ask that you help us to understand that we don't lean to our own understanding, that we don't walk in the natural of a man or a woman, but God, that we walk in the spirit, that we don't fulfill the lust of our flesh. Man have high points and good things that they say, and, and some have some understanding because of where we come from. Many of us are older, and when we look back in our past, we saw what we was taught. So many of us can walk upright. But God, it takes more than walking upright before you. We must have your spirit. We must have the spirit of obedience, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of wisdom of you and your word. Do it for us today in the name of Jesus. We're crying out to you, Lord. For the world has become wickeder and wiser. The world is putting a band-aid wound to cover it because they can't heal it. But Father, your word said, if my people which are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, seek my faith, turn from their wicked ways, then will you hear from heaven, forgive the sins and heal the land. But Father, until we humble ourselves and pray, Seek your face and turn from our wicked ways. You won't hear from heaven. And Father, you won't hear the land. Have mercy upon us this morning. 
Your grace and your mercy yet in abound. But God, we need you to fix us, fix our hearts again, and fix our minds. We're not truly for you. Lord, we don't want to have the form of godliness and deny the power thereof. We don't want to honor you with our lips and our heart be far from it. Lord, we want to walk according to your word. We want to live daily according to your word. We want to remember Israel in the wilderness. They stayed overtime out there. God, we don't want to wander around in the wilderness. We want to follow your instructions and come out to the promised land. Help us today in the name of Jesus. Bless every house represented here, every caller and every listener, every family member near and far. Father, we ask that you would hear those that are sick here today. Those that are going through, have been going through. Father, continue to hear Brother Louis. Continue to hear Sherry. Father, we ask that you would remember every caller, every listener that's in dire straits. Sister Jerry and Calvin this morning. You made them all for your pleasure, God. They're your people. They belong to you. Well, God, daughter, Laura, move, Father, in a mighty way. In the name of Jesus, open doors. Let us give more. That God will have more. You love a cheerful giver. Those that give their $50 every month, God, I ask you would move in a mighty way for them, multiply it a hundredfold back to them. That God, they are able to give again and not even miss it. In the name of Jesus. Help this morning, oh God. We need you. Can't make it without you. Bless those that are incarcerated. Lord, those that are, the, the brethren there that are lifting up your name, trying to teach others the right way, the right things to do. And the spirit of God lead and guide them, your spirit, Lord. Bless those that are in every branch of the military. Those there that are lifting you up so others can be drawn unto you. And they're sharing your goodness, talking of your wondrous works, and making known your deeds among the people. Move in a mighty way for them and their families today in the name of Jesus. Father, bless widows, widows and bereaved families and intercessory prayer people, Israel and Jerusalem, preachers everywhere, preaching in the name of Jesus and obedience unto you and love for your people. Have mercy this morning, oh God. Mm. Father, bless our brothers and sisters everywhere overseas. Move in a mighty way. Strengthen and bless Sister Irene. Touch and heal her body today, God. In the name of Jesus. Bless our brothers and sisters overseas that can't talk about you out loud, can't read your word, can't say your name. Father, we ask that you would strengthen them. And that God, you will lose your protecting angels to stand watch, to shield and protect them. Keep them from all hurt, harm, or danger in the name of Jesus. And Father, continue to bless America. For Lord, you yet continue to give us a chance. Lord, you didn't return. You didn't destroy. Your grace and your mercy yet abound for every American and for this country. Have mercy, oh God, continually. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. And Father, forgive us all for our sins and wrongdoings in the name of Jesus. 
Bless our leadership, God. Fix their hearts. Regulate their minds. And Father, what shouldn't be, God, we ask that you would remove it in the name of Jesus. God, that you would rebuke the devourer for your sake, oh God. That your word will continue to go forth in America. That we are open to prayer in and everywhere in America. Lord, do it today. Fix it. Only you can. But, but Lord, I don't believe you, you, you're fixing things. I believe you're bringing down a new heaven and a new earth and getting destroying this one. God, I'm looking back at Noah. Have mercy this morning, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for hearing us. Thank you for answering. You're yet allowing us another chance, Father, to witness of your goodness, of your mercy. You're yet allowing us to lift you up so that you can draw men unto you. Help us to lift you up. Every song that's played here, Lord, let us praise and worship you that you can draw. Let us lift up the name of Jesus so that you can draw, for you wish that none should perish. These are crucial times, and people think it's going to be business as usual. But, Lord, you're part in the sky. You're coming back like you said you would. And, Father, you're looking for those that are ready to go. You're looking for your people. You're looking for the church without spot or wrinkle. Help us to be ready when you come. Every word is taught here. Help us to prepare for your coming. Lord, what should not be in us, Father, we ask that we would desire that you take it out of us so that we can be without spot or wrinkle when you return daily, God. We're working on this daily. We want to be right with you. We want to turn the TV off. We want to turn the music off. We want to turn the world off and seek your face and turn from our wicked ways. Seek your face and find out what it is you would have us to do. Lord, day is fading away. Night is coming. And when night comes, no man can see. Help us to work while it's day. Help us to be vineyard workers unto you. In the name of Jesus. Bless us in this book of Exodus. Help us to see ourselves and what we need to do. And that we change, God, our wicked ways. In the name of Jesus. Forgive us this morning. Forgive us, Father, for the wrongdoings and our sins. Have mercy upon us today and our brothers and sisters overseas. Oh, have mercy today, oh God. Let grace continue abound in the name of Jesus. We give you glory. Hallelujah. We give you the honor. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, this day we worship you in spirit and in truth. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. And we ask all of these things in your son Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Father, we can't thank you enough. Thank you. Thank you. You yet providing for us. You yet blessing us. Lord, help us to take our eyes out the world and put our eyes on you in the name of Jesus. Help us to stop wanting what's natural 
and give us a desire for what's spiritual. For Lord, while man are listening at natural things, you can part the sky, and they're not in a spiritual place, but they're in a natural place. Have mercy this morning. Our problem in America is, the problem in the world is, we won't humble ourselves and pray, seek your face, turn from your wicked way, our wicked way. Lord, give us a desire this morning, your people. Give us a desire. You made us for your pleasure. We want to please you. We want to do the things that you can accept. Help us this morning. In the precious name of Jesus, we ask it all again. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jehovah, our God. We thank you, Father God. We can't thank you enough this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to his majesty. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome to Jesus in the Morning. I'm your host, Evangelist Barbara Chipman of Freedom Doors Ministries, and I come to you live each weekday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And today is June the 1st. How about that now? <laughs> June the 1st, 2023. We are six months and one day into this new year. And we are thankful unto Almighty God for what he has done already. Great and mighty things. There's none like him. And uh, we're so happy uh, to have him on our side that we can show him some love for a change. Because he shows us love daily. Daily. God show us love. And we must learn to show him love. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Can't thank him enough. Yeah, we can search all over. We Again, we won't find nobody greater with all power that love his people like Jehovah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. So today we're going to Exodus, I believe is uh, the ending. I want to look at the ending of verse 27. And in that ending part, uh, looking at verse 20, Exodus, the 27th chapter, and verse 20. And it says, give orders to the children of Israel to give you clear olive oil for the light, so that a light may be burning there at all times. Because he gave the design and instructions on how to build his house, because he wanted to dwell among us. He wanted a house among us. Well, when we come to him, he's right there. He made man in his image, and he made man for his pleasure. And he loved man. That's it. That, that means man, a generic term, man or woman, he loved us all. And he loved us so much. He want to be with us, but we don't want to be with him. That's the problem. We don't really want to be with this God that demands we follow instructions. That's what's wrong with us, 
many of us and the world. We don't want to follow the instructions of God. We want to follow our own instructions, which, which leads to hell and damnation, or damnation and hell. That's what we're striving on. God said, go left, we go right. God said, go up, we go down. God said, go down, we go up. Because we're not paying attention. Sister Jerry and I was talking early this morning. And she told me this. She said, Barbara, uh, this is what happens when you don't come to God early as possible. When you don't come to God early. When you don't get in God and let him get in you, this is what happens. You won't follow instructions, Barbara. And when you don't follow instructions, you're out in the wilderness. Yeah, I agree 100%. So look, in 21, it says, let Aaron and his sons put this in order, evening and morning before the Lord, inside the tent of meeting, outside the veil, which is before the ark. This is to be an order forever. From generation to generation to be kept by the children of Israel. Now that right there remind me of this. Train up a child in the way it should go when you get old and won't depart from it. But the main thing that we teach our children daily, we have to humble ourselves before God and pray. Seek his face. Turn from our wicked ways. God is going to hear from heaven, forgive the sins, and heal the man. But we, we don't teach our children that. We, what we teach our children is how to show your style, how to show your parents love you, and they take good care of you. You're not going to wear what they call bobos to school. You're going to wear Nike, Reeboks. You're going to wear name brand stuff. To keep the children from picking at you. We lie, cheat, steal, and everything before the world. So the world and people can see who we are and what we got. And how we balling out of control. Now, this is what we, we're doing. My children used to come home and tell me all that crazy stuff. I said, look here, let me tell you something now. I'm not sending you to school for a fashion show. You can get on the runway after you graduate college. Uh, after you graduate high school, run on down the runway all you want to. But until then, I need grades brought in here that's going to guarantee you're going to get out of these people's school on time. I don't need nothing about no clothes. I don't want to hear nothing about no shoes. I buy you what I can afford. Oh, God blessed us. Eight biological children. He blessed. Nobody gave me nobody. I didn't have nobody from nowhere else but my womb. I went into labor eight times, gave eight births. So look, we were blessed. We ate good. Some days we didn't have food. They had decent clothes. The boys even put wardrobe together for themselves. Look, I'm here to tell you today, 
For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whoever will believe on him won't perish, but have everlasting life. And we can continue to run behind the world, the natural things of the world, and try to fix things ourselves. But without wisdom, go back, understanding. He said, in all your getting, get understanding. And without understanding of him and his word, Without knowledge, yeah, without knowledge, without wisdom, man can't do nothing. Where do all of this come from, Barbara? It comes from God. For if any man like wisdom, let him ask the God. Not books, not people. Let him ask the God. And guess what? God got people that he has given wisdom to, that we can go to these people and find our thing. I shopped at thrift stores, Brother Lewis. I got a lump sum of money, income tax, I, I think it was. And I gave each one of my children $50. And they said, uh, we want to go to the thrift store. I, I didn't even know they knew about a thrift store because I, I I never really shopped thrift. I just never had the real patience to go in there and take my time really and look through stuff. Every blue moon I would try it. But as soon as I saw something I wanted, I would get it and I'm out the door because I know I didn't have the patience on the racks. And some people have that. I didn't. They said, we want to go to thrift store. I took them to the thrift store. One bought the shirt, and the other one found the pants that matched the shirt. And I was looking at them, how they was going. Now, the younger, the three, uh, uh, two younger ones, they were with me. And the other ones, you know, teenagers, 12 years old, you know, 10 they going through the clothes rack looking for their size and this and that and talking to each other. Won't this look good with this? Yeah, but I would get the green one. Look at the green. I'm looking like what in the world? Who taught them how to thrift shoppers? I certainly didn't. But it just came natural to them. And when they went to school, because of them, the way they carried themselves, they didn't have no problems with nobody talking about you got on bobos. They made the bobos look good. They might would take, if, if the shoe came with a green shoestring, they might have took that out and put a different color shoestring in and not tied up the original way it was supposed to go. They might would do it backwards. I don't know what it was. But they made their own wardrobe out of what they were presented with, all that they had. Because, like I said, eight, we didn't have much. We lived in government house. We made it look good, but I tell you, that was God. That wasn't me. I can't take credit for that. He knew them eight. He knew that he had chose all eight, and he blessed us. Oh, we used to have some good times. So listen, this is what he said. 
let Aaron and his sons put this in order, evening and morning before the Lord, inside the tent of meeting, outside the bear, which is before the ark. This is to be an order forever, from generation to generation, to be kept by the children of Israel. What have we taught our children other than even going to church to be faithful? We can't go to church unless we dressed up. Pastors should be ashamed of themselves. The scripture says, whosoever will, let them come. Now, I'm going to tell you what I've seen. And when I first saw it, I was like, what is wrong with them? I've seen gospel singers come up on stage with a T-shirt and an outer shirt, some jeans on, and some sneakers. No name is even on the sneakers. <laughs> and they get a praise and worship on. Yeah. I've seen the guy set to the organ. I've forgotten his name. Y'all got to forgive me. So many people, so much stuff, and I'm older. He said to the piano, and he played, I decided to make Jesus my choice. Had his beanie on, the sunglasses, T-shirt, out of shirt, and I'm sure he had a pair of jeans on. And when I tell you, the spirit fell in that song. Because God wants you just like you are. Whether you get your hair done on Saturday to go to church on Sunday or not, or you wear a, a, a scarf, what they call them now, the wraps, the, the, the whether you wear that, whether you get a perm or not, you're good to go. Now, he, he wants you to be clean. Cleanliness is right there, you know, by godliness. But all this hoopla they got going on in the church, that's crazy to me. And pastors should be shamed, all dressed up like that, and put the burden on the people. He should be up there in, some jog, in a jogging suit and not a name brand. And teach people, those that have been to the altar and said, I do, and those who have a come as you are. But I've been, I've been treated this way. I wasn't all dressed up. So they didn't want me in the pulpit. But the Sundays I come dressed up, I was greeted to the pulpit. They let me know what they were thinking here. And they all dressed up. But we should teach the people, come as you are. And don't come in here with all that hoopla. You got your jean dress on with all the pleats on the side. Now, don't come fancy, plain and simple, because we come in before a holy God, to worship him in spirit and in truth. We're coming to fellowship with one another. We're coming to get the words, the instructions of God. We're coming to have altar call to see who want God, who's willing to come and give their life to him. And afterwards, the benediction, we go out and pour out of us what God poured into us. But they, they, they won't teach the people this. So they put the burden on folk to be fake. Some folk got to apply for food stamps because they got to take their money and buy church clothes. 
I'm not telling you what they told me. I'm telling you what I know. I even worked with a woman, this woman with big bar of steel, struggling so that she could go to Burlington every week and buy a brand new outfit to wear to church and shoes. It was pitiful, my foot. It was ridiculous. They're not competing and, 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 and in the church and folks want, I'm talking about that building, and folks want folks to look up to them because they dress right. And it appear I got much. I'm just telling you the truth this morning. We got to come out that foolishness. If my people today, this morning, right now, would you call by my name? Watch Jesus in the morning is going on. Hey, glory. Would humble themselves and pray. Seek my face. Turn from your wicked ways. Then will I, almighty God, hear from heaven, forgive the sins and heal the lame. But until we do this, he can't forgive sins and he can't heal the lame. How many know the wages of sin is death? The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God gives you eternal life. If you obey him, because the word said, if you don't obey him, you don't belong to him. The only way you're going home with him, you must be his this morning. I know these watered down, slick back pimps, I know they done trick the people. Because they could really care less about you and your family. They care more about what's in your bank account, what's in your pocket. As Capital One say, what's in your wallet? What are you giving to the church? Look what they did to the church. Everybody in here, I need a copy of your W-2s. When have God needed that? Talk to me this morning. Somebody help me. These nuts running to all these mega Baby, look at here. Let every and his sons put this order. Evening and morning before the Lord inside the tent of meeting, outside the veil, which is before the ark. This is to be an order forever from generation to generation. To be kept by the children of Israel. To be kept by the children of America, to be kept by the children of China, to be kept by the children of Japan, to be kept by the children of Russia. Ah, glory to his name. Thank you today, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Every country, every nationality, to be kept by the children of that country, of that nationality. Because if you're training up your children in the way they should go, when they get old, they won't depart. But if you train them right, they'll keep going right. But who's training the children in 2023? Homosexuals? Transgenders? Who, Who trained your children? How are you allowing your children to be in a school system 
that bring everything but God to them. How do you say, oh, it's okay? No. They're turning your children's mind upside down. Are you kidding me? We pay attention to nothing. And keep sending our children into the devil's den. Pray and cover your children every day. I, I, your grandchildren, whatever children you got to deal with, foster children, I don't care who, what kind of children that you're involved with, cover them in prayer. Cover them in the blood of Jesus. It still works. The blood still has power. June the 1st, 2023, the blood of Jesus yet have power today. I'm telling you, people talk against me. They compare me to this and that foolishness. But when trouble arrives, I'm the one. Please believe me. Please believe me. Why? I'm real out here. I'm for real with God. What I'm, what I'm sharing is no joke. I'm not just talking to you on GP. This is what I want you to do. No, Barbara don't have a Bible. I don't have no chapters of scriptures to give you. I'm giving you what pleases God. The truth is what pleases him. For Jesus is the way, the truth. Hey, glory. Huh? And the light. And he's my light. And my salvation. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, time is not winding up. It has wound up. The world has become wickeder and wiser. But they can't fix everything that needs to be fixed. If you're so wise, if you're so all of this, why can't you fix it? Because without God, you can do nothing. You took him out your school. You left him outside the building. You think? Parents pray and send their children up in there full of God every day. Some parents. They're not teaching them uh, you after the American dream. Let me tell y'all something else. Many parents sent their children to college because they wanted to be proud of them. They didn't really teach them the deepness of the training that God said to train them. They was more apt to get them in college and get them out so they could get what they call a good job and get the American dream. Some children went to college and died. Tell me I'm lying now. Tell me I'm not right there in Tallahassee. Tell me I'm lying. Some children went to college and come back messed up. Somebody had popped a molly and they drank, popped a molly in something, and they got a hold of it. Some children come back with AIDS because it was up there sexing like it was free will to just sex with anybody. Some of them kids up there had AIDS. Tell me I'm lying. Tell me I'm lying. Pray over your children. Cover your children. Ask God which way the child should go. Some of us going to find out, yeah, it's the military. But you got to keep your child trained up, prayed up, stayed up, covered with the blood, and teach your child to be a leader and not a follower. We sent our daughters off, having taught these girls how to be leaders, 
got your own mind, as Janet Jackson said, want to make your own decision and not the decision and mind of other people. See, we don't do that. We, we, we get deep and let our children just go. Well, they're going to school. It's not the teacher's responsibility to train your child. It's her responsibility to teach them how to read and to write and history, how to speak. That's the teacher's job. Your job is to teach them right from wrong so when the teacher is present, they know how to carry themselves before authority. We, we don't do none of that. We don't do none of that. That's gone out the window. I think Big Mama was the last resort. A big daddy and a granddaddy. He didn't play the radio. You, when you went over there to see him, you had to see your timetables. That's the way my dad was. We might would be sitting on the front porch eating ice cream because, you know, we from the South. And all of a sudden, he'll say, Bobby G., what is uh, four times 12? Because, see, we thought them 12 timetables was the hardest. I'm looking crazy. Four times 12. Why are you coming with this now where we eat ice cream? I just want to eat my ice cream. I don't want to think about no time table, but I had to give him the answer. Was it 48? What was it? I had to give the right answer because he had taught us. He couldn't read and write, but he knew them timetables. And he knew how to count money in all kind of ways. He said, take three pieces of silver and give me a dollar. What? This the man who couldn't read and write. He had Jesus. He had God. And he knew the only way he would bless his children and live good in life is that he had to have God. The only way his wife would respect him. And he could love his wife as he loved himself. and obtain favor with God, is he had to pray. And it wasn't on now lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. He had to pray the prayer of real faith. Couldn't read, couldn't write. Hmm. But God blessed him with a wife that could read and write. And she didn't mind reading to him, helping him out. Huh? Generation to generation. <laughs> to be kept by the children of whatever country you're from, whatever, whatever city, whatever state even. Hallelujah. So now we're moving on over. We, we, we done heard what he said right here. We're going to 28 now, verse, Exodus, verse, hey, glory. Thank you this morning, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Exodus. Chapter 28 and verse 1. We're going there. In verse 1 it says this. Now let Aaron your brother and his sons with him come near from among the children of Israel. So that they may be priests. I knew they were priests. Yeah. So that they may be priests. Now look who he said to come. Aaron and his sons. Come near from among the children of Israel so that they may be priests, even Aaron and Nadab and Abihu and Ezalah and, and Ethamar, his sons. Have God said anything to you about your children? You and your children work in this ministry. 
Eight biological, all called the ministry. They had their own individual different ways that they worked with people concerning God. Now, they wasn't perfect, my children. And a lot of things I didn't agree with. But you got to work out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling. And they was more to the world, too. They was more of the world politics, the way that the world said it was supposed to. I, I wasn't that way. I, I had been in the book. <laughs> if you like wisdom, ask of God that gives liberally and upbraideth not. When I look in the mirror, I had to make sure this was God. So many do things in many different ways. But if it's of God, it's going to come back godly. So what have God said to you about you and your children other than the American dream? You know, going to school, going to college, getting a good job, buying a house, uh, 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 having a car, uh, having grandchildren. What have God said to you about his work, his vineyard work? Or have you considered it? Or have you asked God and severely talked to him about it? Because you got a bunch of kids. And these could be good workers. A lot of times we, we're not preparing for God. What we're preparing our children to do is take care of us in our old age. But David showed me what to do before I became, way, way before I became 66. David showed me what to do so that I don't have to worry about if my children are able to take care of me or not. He showed me what to do to secure me in my old age. Hallelujah. Because you don't retire from God. You don't retire from, from uh, uh, <laughs> your office. You don't retire from the vineyard. You don't retire from the work. You may slow down and God sing in a different ministry, a different area, but you never retire from God. How do you do that? What you do is this. You get smaller instructions, but you get working. And see, at 80, I pray that I'm closing my right mind. At 80, I can give younger women wisdom. At 80, I can help them to understand and, and, and it'll present knowledge. And wisdom will come with it. Because they talk to an older, wiser woman, not according to the world, but according to the word of God. My goodness, we don't. We don't think like that. We still want to be young. I'm 66, and I still want to be in my 30s or 20s. So I'm shooting this in my jaws. I'm shooting this in my lips, in my rear end. I'm putting on a thing that squeezes me tight so I can try to have an hourglass figure. At 66, when I should be preparing to teach younger women, the older I get and the more experiences I have as a woman of God, I want to teach other women so that they can have a good life, their children can have a good life in God. It's a suffering way, but it's a good way. I wouldn't take nothing for this journey. Ooh, and it's been a long journey. Some days was really hard, but I endured because of God, not me. 
Can't take his credit. So now God told him, now, now let Aaron and the brother, I mean your brother and, and the son, come on now, I'm, I'm going to make them priests. And he named the names of the, of the sons. Well, he named the names of the elders, I'm sorry, and the sons. Verse 2 said, make holy robes for Aaron, your brother, so that he may be clothed with glory and honor. Now, when I look at this too, God set him up in robes, the priest. He always establishes differences, differences. He told you what the pastor duties was, what, what the deacon duties was, what, what the bishop duties was. I can't remember saying apostle, but he even told you in the book what the apostles duties was. So even the prophet and the and the prophetess, yeah, he, he told you what they do this was. Each one was separated. Each one was separated. Now you may do the work of other offices, but it's always gonna lead back to the office that he called or chose you for, or called and chose you for. So many people choosing they self. <laughs> many people calling they self to certain things, but God called us all if he saved you. You just got to find out the true meaning of the call that he called you to. So this reminds me of that. And it reminds me of how God brings order. Yeah. Two, and make holy rules. Holy robes for Aaron, your brother, so that he may be clothed with glory and honor. Not the robe you want to make with the Nike symbol on the, on the back of the preacher robe. <laughs> not, not the robe you want to make with your picture on it. Forgive me this morning, y'all. Something just tickles you so bad. I mean, it's the mind of man. It's mind he regulates. Not the robe that you went and designed as a man preacher that looked like a dress, like a woman dress. Now, I, that's not what he said. A holy robe. Yeah. Forever your brother, so that he may be clothed with glory and honor. And, and I'm going to tell you something. Walking in the spirit really bless you because you'll see things other people don't see. When I tell you I can see that homosexual spirit on a man, I can see it. And the robe is made like a dress. And he get with his friends, and they, I'm to my preacher, and they laugh and talk about, girl, your dress was banging today. These men preachers, I know y'all don't understand. Y'all don't understand. But anyway, Verse 3 says this, give order to all the wise-hearted workmen whom I have made full of spirit of wisdom to make robes for Aaron so that he may be made holy as a priest. Look at here. I'm giving the orders of how the robe is supposed to be. I'm giving the orders of who make the robe. Listen, wise-hearted men. How to make your robe. 
I can remember my administrator went and bought me a robe off the rack. $300. I wanted to tell her so bad, please don't do this, but I couldn't. I couldn't do it. You 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 gotta be a, you gotta be careful offending people. She was doing what she thought was right by me, and she loved me. Oh yes, she did. She'll give me the shirt until this day. She'll give me the shirt off her back. God gave her the name Freedom Doors Ministry. I didn't know her from a can of paint. She was from Mayport Beach. I was from Jacksonville, Florida. Mayport is just a skip hop and a jump from Jacksonville. But we both were in Alaska. I was having weekly meetings at the house. Teachers and Bible study. I worked with a girl and her feet was beautiful. I said, girl, who do your feet? She said, this lady. I said, well, ask her if you can give me her number. I'm going over there by these feet right here. And when we connected, God used my mouth. She was so excited, so excited. She sent a son, Ryan. He was a little boy about maybe 10 years old, Larry. And he walked me back around to their house. Like a real man, 10 years old, like a real man. And he always called, called me this prophetess Barbara Mack. Oh, there was the days. But look. A holy road by the best who could do it. Wise-hearted workmen. These men gonna make it just like God said. God gave them wisdom to follow His instructions. That's what I want. I, I, I want people doing things for me that's wise-hearted and they instructed by God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Verse four said, "This is what they are to make." A priest bag, an ephod, and a robe, and a coat of colored needlework, a headdress, and a linen bag. They are to make holy robes for Aaron, your brother, and for his sons, so that they may do the work of the priest for me. See, we got to remember that for me, part, for God, not for Barbara. For God, not for my pockets. For God, not for my namesake. For God. Mm -hmm. And when the people of God learn this, what we're doing is for God. They're going to stop doing wrong. They're going to stop sinning against God. They're going to stop sinning against their own body. They're going to stop sinning against their own mind. Because many don't even know what's going on. Come out the good book. Are you kidding me? Verse 5 says this. They are to take the gold and blue and purple and red and the best linen. Ooh, I like that right there. <laughs> These rolls are going to be made after best cloth. And I like linen cloth. That's what I like. It's, it's light and yeah, that, I like that I'm having dresses made out of that. Yeah, one day. <laughs> the day is not the day, but one day. So look, the six says and make the ephod of gold 
and blue and purple and red and the best linen, the work of a designer. You know, we got some top-name brand designers that design clothes, but they're not for me. I I don't like their style. But there are some godly women who sew. And as the world says, these women are off the chain, off the hook. I mean, they are the best and the baddest designer when it comes to godly clothes as you'll ever want to see. And maybe that's why you know, people buy out the world because they don't know about godly clothes, godly designers, and, and uh, godly women that sew. Yeah. But anyway, verse 7 says, it is to have two bands stitched to it at the top of the arms, joining it together. 8 says, and the beautiful work band which goes on it is to be of the same work and the same material." of gold and blue and purple and red and twisted linen work. Oh, go on and work it out. Go on and and work it now. Nine says you are to take two barrel stones on which the names of the children of Israel are to be cut. What? What? Ten says six names on the one stone and six on the other, because it was 12 tribes in in the order of their birth. Yes, yeah, yeah, the Levites. They was priests, Aaronim. They was Levites. They come from the tribe of Levi. And he made all of them priests. Mm-mm-mm. Boy, they got to wear the fine stuff. You hear me? 11 says, with the work of a jeweler, like the cutting of a, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 I, I, let me see how can I say this so, so you understand. With the work of a jeweler, and he crafted, he, he skilled, he, he know how to put this thing exactly like God says together. Or even if you went to him and uh, her, they knew how to put it in place for you. Like the cutting of a staff, it would be perfect. The names of the children of Israel are to be cut on them. Cut on them. And they are to be fixed in twisted frames of gold. 12 says, and the two stones are to be placed on the ephah over the armhole to, to be stones of memory for the children of Israel. Yeah, see, he, he, he's a... a, a a designer of seamstress, but he could cut like a jeweler in a store. See, because a jeweler, a real jeweler can cut diamonds. Woo! It's all right today in Jesus' name. <laughs> Woo! 12 says, and the two stones are to be placed on the ephod over the armhole to be stones of memory for the children of Israel. Aaron will have their names on his arms when he goes in before the Lord to keep the Lord in mind of them. Look at that. Put it on his sleeve. Put it where when he come before me, I'm going to see it and I'm going to remember Israel. I'm going to remember the children, all 12 tribes of Israel. Lord, have mercy. And you are to make twisted frames of gold 
and two chains of the best gold, twisted like cords, and have the chains fixed on the two frames. 15 says, and make a priest bag for giving decisions, designed like the ephod, made of gold and blue and purple and red and the best linen. 16 says, it is to be square, folded in two, a hand stretched long and a hand stretched wide. 17 says, and on it, you are to put four lines of jewels. The first line is to be a cornelian, a, a chrysolite, and an emerald. Ooh, wait a minute here. Y'all know I'm from the South, big diamonds, big rubies, big emeralds. But I hear a new one, you know, I get a little excited. 18 says the second, a ruby, a sapphire, and an onyx. 19 says the third, a jacinth, and a gate, and an amethyst. You know, they say February color purple is amethyst. Yeah. Uh, that's astrology stuff, they told me. But this is God's stuff, okay? Twenty, the four, the fourth, a topaz. I, I, I like topaz. It's a yellow color, a barrel, and a jasper. They are to be fixed in twisted frames of gold. The jewels are to be twelve in number for the name of the children of Israel. Every jewel having the name of one of the twelve tribes cut on it as on a stamp before so they could work. Them designers, oh, they was bad to the bone, as they say. 22 says, and you are to make two chains of gold twisted like cords to be fixed to the priest bag. And put two gold rings on the two ears of the bag. 24, put the two gold chains on the two rings at the end of the bag. 25, joining the other ends of the chains to the gold frames and putting them on the front of the ephod at the top of the arm. 26, then take two gold rings and put them on the lower end of the bag. At the end of it, on the inner side nearest the ephod. And make two more gold rings and put them on the front of the ephod at the top of the arm at, at, at the joint. Over the worked bag. Y'all bear with me one minute. Okay. Let's see how many more we got to go down to. Okay. Uh, on 2828. 28. So, listen. I got to go and do what I have to do. So, y'all bear with me and we coming back. So, we going to... A song of the morning and I'll be right back. Nehemiah 8, 6 and Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and all the people answered, Amen. Amen. Lifting up their hands, they bowed their heads and worshiped the Lord with their faces to the ground. When we receive a word from the Lord, our answer should be, Amen. Let the church say, Amen. 
a church thing. All we needed was a word from the Lord. We've got it going. Let the church say, let the church say, I need you to say, when your dream's about to die, knowing that God is not a man, he just can't lie, in spite of what, what the devil does. loose 
from the ephod. 29 says, and so Aaron will have the names of the children of Israel on the priest's bag over his heart whenever he goes into the holy place to keep the memory of them before the Lord. Yeah. And in the bag, you are to put the Urim and the Thummim so that they may be on Aaron's heart whenever he goes in before the Lord. And Aaron may have the power of making decisions for the children of Israel before the Lord at all times. Now look, today the 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 pastor, the priest, have to remember the congregation, the people that God has placed him to be the shepherd over. So that when he comes before the Lord, he's coming for the people. He's coming for the people. And not because he's getting paid and he can provide for his or her family. But they're to do the work of God. The work of God is not chasing after money and scamming and, and, and flim-flamming the people. No. I know this was a long time ago, but the office of the pastor is still the same. You have a flock of people. I wouldn't care if it's only five people. You got to treat them people as the word of God says you're supposed to treat them. They're not your people. They're God's people. And and the pastor's got to remember this. We see many don't remember it. Some pastors, listen now, you're supposed to be hearing from God and have the mind of a godly leader. But you end up killing yourself. You end up committing suicide. How is that? You've gotten off course. You think it's about you and your people. You're sick of the people because you're not allowing God to lead you to lead the people. You're leading the people on your own. It won't work. Yeah. Verse 31 says the robe which goes with the ephod is to be made all of blue. I want to look at something right quick. I should have been did this, but I got sidetracked this morning. Yeah. All right. We're we getting there. We're getting there. All right. Let's look at it. Oh, I put the wrong word. Yeah. Okay. Now, it says that the definition of an ephod. It's a linen apron worn in ancient Hebrew rites, a vestment of the high priest, an ancient Hebrew instruction, an instrument of priestly uh, uh, divination. So it's going to tell you about, you know, what they wore for that kind of thing, but it's it's an apron. Worn in ancient Hebrew rites, in Hebrew times, the priest wore an apron. 
Because this in Exodus is what God told the instructions to do for the priest, Aaron and his sons. And, and basically any Levite back then, God made a priest, I believe. Or they came from the Levite lineage. Yeah. Twelve tribes. Levi. Uh-huh. 31 says, and the robe which goes with the ephod is to be made all of blue. 32 says, with a hole at the top, in the middle of it, the hole is to be edged with a band to make it strong like the hole in the coat of a fighting man, so that it may not be broken open. 33 says, and round the skirt of it, put fruits in blue and purple and red with bells of gold between. 34, a gold bell and a fruit in turn all round the skirt of the robe. 35, Aaron is to put it on for his holy work. And the sound of it will be clear when he goes into the holy place before the Lord. And when he comes out, keeping him safe from death. Do you hear that? But see, the day God sent Jesus and God made some changes, it means it mean the same thing. And it will do the same thing. But the priest in our world has gotten lost. The pastor in our world, they have gotten lost. Many see that it gives them power to a certain degree. It gives them prestige. It makes people in a form bow down to them. So what God said, they done forgot that. They're building their own empire as pastors. And using the name G-O-D, God, that cell, J-E-S-U-S, it's cell, L-O-V-E, cell. It's not love. They want you to think it is. But it's not. I'm building my own empire. Help me build it. Bring your W-2s. Let me put an ATM in the church so that if you ain't got the cash, take the card to the ATM in the back of the church and pull my money out there. A lot of times they preach on a sermon, will a man rob God? Bring the tithe into the storehouse that there'll be need in my house. People believe that they go to giving their money. And these people taking the money, using it for them and their families. And they build a church pretty. They make it look beautiful. So in my book, it's not the church, the house of prayer. It's a synagogue like they had back in the day of Jesus. Jesus went up in there and even talked, but he didn't stay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 36 says, but look at this. Let's say this right quick. The ending of, of chapter 35 says, keeping himself safe from death. Yeah. And guess what? They dying. They may not believe it. But the wages of sin is death. So when you done did God's house and God's people wrong, yeah, you're dead. You're the walking dead. And if you don't get it right when you stand before God, hell is going to be your home. I don't care how much you preach and what you preach from. I don't care 
how many people agreed with what you was preaching if you're not doing what God said. You're using. You're using. You got the pink slip, you're fired, but you don't even know it. And you just keep on keeping on. But God will use a chicken, a whale, or a donkey. He'll use anything. And simply because God used you, it don't mean you belong to him. We belong to him if we obey him. Now, that's what he said. That's not what Barbara said. 36 says you ought to make a plate of best gold cutting on it as on a stamp. These words, holy to the Lord. How many of us see those type robes in the house? Holy to the Lord. But folk done forgot the Lord. They dressing up in suits and ties and all this. Holy. What y'all talking about? Now, we don't say all that no more. For they're ashamed of holy. Because they're not living holy. Hallelujah. 37 says, put a blue cord on it and put it on the front of the twisted head. Dress. Dress. I told you. <laughs> and it would be over Aaron's brow so that Aaron would be responsible for any error in all the holy offerings made by the children of Israel. It would be on his brow at all times so that their offering may be pleasing to the Lord. Yeah, preachers need something to remind them. Pastors need something to remind them. Holy unto the Lord. He said, put it on Aaron's brow. And he got to wear it all the time. And every time he moves his eye, I'm sure he remember, holy unto the Lord is over his brow or on his brow. Yeah. 39 says, the coat is to be made of the best linen, worked in squares, and you are to make a headdress of linen and a linen band worked in needlework. Forty says, and for Aaron's sons, you are to make coats and bands and headdresses so that they may be clothed with glory and honor. Forty-one, these are to put on Aaron, your brother, and on his sons, putting oil on them, separating them, and making them holy to do the work of priests to me. I'm doing all of this to bless the priests so that they can remember they're not doing work unto themselves, pastors, but you're doing it unto me, almighty God, Jehovah, that have all power. 42 says, and you are to make them linen trousers covering their bodies from the middle to the knee. Yeah. 43 says, Aaron and his sons are to put these on whenever they go into the tent of meeting or come near the altar when they are doing the work of the holy place, so that they may be free from any sin, causing death, this is to be an order for him and his seed after him forever. So God didn't change nothing. Yeah, you, you, you don't wear the holy garment when you're preaching on Sunday. You wear what you want. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So, look, we're going on over to, I think it's, it's about to be 29. 
chapter 29 of Exodus. And this is what verse 1 says. This is what you are to do to make them holy, to do the work of priests to me. Take one young ox and two male sheep without any mark on them, and unleavened bread and unleavened cakes mixed with oil, and thin unleavened cakes on which oil has been put, made of the best bread meal. Huh? Three says, put these in a basket and take them with the ox and the two sheep. Four says, and let Aaron and his sons come to the door of the tent of meeting, and there let them be washed with water. Five says, take the robes and put the coats and the dress and the ephod and the priest bag on Aaron. Put the band of needlework around him. Six says, and let the headdress be placed on his head and the holy crown on his headdress. I bet that crown was made out of pure gold. Seven says, then take the oil and put it on his head. Eight, and take his sons and put their robes on them. Nine, and put the linen bands around Aaron and his sons and the headdress on them to make them priests by my order forever. So you are to make Aaron and his sons holy to me. Hallelujah. All right. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. Ooh, what you talking about? What you talking about? Yes, ma'am. Ten says this. Then let the ox be taken in front of the tent of meeting, and let Aaron and his sons put their hands on his head. And you are to put the ox to death before the Lord at the door of the tent of meeting. Then take some of the blood of the ox and put it on the horns of the altar with your finger draining out all the rest of the blood at the base of the altar. And take all the fat covering the inside of the ox and the fat joining the liver and the two kidneys with the fat round them and let them be burned on the altar. Verse 14 says, But the flesh of the ox and the skin and its waist paws are to be burned outside the circle of the tent, for it is a sin altar. Boy, the priest had something to do back then. The pastor had something to do back then. All they're doing now is collecting. You're studying and collecting your money, many of them. They don't go see about the sick. They send, they don't uh, uh, assign people in the church to do all of that. Somebody in your family die, you get a message from the pastor, from one of the people he sent, but you're not going to see him. Because he's somewhere sitting up in some business meeting uh, trying to come up with more money and be a part of something. Yeah, he ain't got no time for you. Yeah. Say, Brown makes me sick of sleep. What? What kind of bossing mother I can pay back? Okay. Listen. 15 says, then take one of the sheep and let Aaron and his sons put their hands on his head. Then let it be put to death so that the sides of the altar are marked with his blood. 17, then the sheep is to be cut up into parts, and after washing its legs and its inside parts, you are to put them with the parts and the head. 18, and let them be all burned on the altar as a burnt offering to the Lord, a sweet smell, an offering made by fire 
to the Lord. Then take the other sheep as after Aaron and his sons have put their hands on his head. Twenty, you go to put the sheep to death and take some of his blood and put it on the point of Aaron's right ear and of the right ears of his son and on the thumbs of their right hand and the great toes of their right feet, <laughs> dropping the rest of the blood on the sides of the altar. 21 says, then take some of the blood on the altar and the oil and put it on Aaron and his robes and on his sons and on their robes so that he and his robes and his sons and their robes may be made holy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, I have one more thing I have to do here. Um, I don't know. Today is just a busy day at the door and other things. But if somebody needs something in it's dire straits, that means they need it right now. Good morning, Brother D. I see you. I see you, sir. They, they need it right now. So listen, bear with me this morning. We, we're going back to finish. I got to go back here. When we come back, we're going to be at verse 22. So let, let me take care of this situation here, and I'll be right back. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go to this one.
hallelujah, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much, Brother Lewis, uh, for posting script. Good morning to your Apostle Boatwright. God bless you this morning. We're moving a little bit further. Uh, verse 22 of Exodus, this is this 28 or 29, y'all know I've been off of here. Okay, verse Exodus 28, verse 29. I mean, Exodus chapter 29, verse 8. Uh, what I'm going to have to do is, is wait until the show over and continue and fix some things. But I need the intercessors in prayer for me uh, this morning and uh, pray for the person that. Okay, okay, I got it now. I got it now. Uh, Y'all bear with me here. We're going on, we're going on, we're going on. I, I can't stop to do it right this second. Okay, gotcha. Mm. All right. Okay, we moving on in Jesus' name. All right, I got you. I got you, Sion. I got you. And we will. And we will. All right, so 22. Then take the fat of the sheep, the fat tail, the fat covering the inside, and the fat joining the liver. And the two kidneys with the fat round them. And the right leg. For by the offering of this sheep, they are to be marked out as priests. 23 says, and take one bit of bread and one cake of oil bread and one thin cake of the basket of unleavened bread, which is before the Lord. 24, and put them all in the hands of Aaron and of his sons to be waved for wave offering before the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Then take them from their hands and let them be burned on the burnt offering on the altar of sweet smell before the Lord, an offering made by fire to the Lord. Then take the beast of Aaron's sheep, waving it, the breast. Then take the breast of Aaron's sheep, waving it before the Lord, and it is to be your part of the offering. Aaron's sheep. So the priest had to sacrifice, not not over there begging for money, and, and y'all bring me a sheep and a cow, but the priest had to sacrifice something too. Yeah. I know the people gave, the people brought to the priest after they was established, but look what God did. Bring your own sheep, Aaron. Come on over here. Bring that sheep. Yeah. 27 says, so you ought to make holy the beast, the breast. Keep saying beast. So you are to make holy the breast of the sheep which is weighed and the leg which is lifted up on high. That is, of the sheep which is offered for Aaron and his sons. And it will be their part as a right forever from the children of Israel. It is a special offering from the children of Israel made from their peace offering, a special offering lifted up to the Lord. And Aaron's holy robe will be used by the sons after him. They will put them on when they are made priests. Oh, they was priests in training. <laughs> For seven days, the son who becomes priest in his place will put them on when he comes into the tent of meeting to do the work of the holy place. Then take the sheep of the wave offering and let its flesh be cooked in water in a holy place. Y'all excuse me. Oof. And let Aaron and his sons make a meal of it. 
with the bread in the basket at the door of the tent of meeting. All those things which were used as offerings to take away sin and to make them holy to the to be priests, they may have for food. But no one who is not a priest may have them, but they are holy food. Do you hear that? And look, he's putting this thing in order. He told them to get the bread and, and, and put oil on it, and, 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 and he told them what to do for the, the, the sheep uh, uh, that they was about to eat or the lamb. And, and look, right now it wasn't from the people. Thirty-three said all those things which were used as offering to take away sin and to make them holy to be priests. They have for food. They may have for food. But no one who is not a priest may have them, but they are holy food. Special folks, the, the, the pastor, God took care of the man of God. Yeah, he had to beg and cheat and, and skim and flim-flam the people. Now, God provides. I don't have to skim and and, and, and Okay, now, now I don't have to do all that. And when it comes to money, I move when God says so. Yeah, I got a pressing thing going on today, but I got to wait for God. If he say, say something, I do it. If he don't say, say nothing, that means he's going to provide. He's going to do it another way. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because money... It's the root itself of all evil, money, for the love of it. I'm sorry, for the love of it. The love of money is, but money answers all things. And they think the money ought to answer every problem, every situation they got with them and their family. The people ought to pay for it. You want a Bentley and you want the people to pay for it. You want a Rolex and you want the people to pay for it. That's personal. Go to work, get a job. But I'm retired, well, come out of retirement. Go to work and get your money and buy what you want. But don't put the burden on the people of God. Then they give you a Rolex and you come back and you say, that ain't good enough. I want the other piece that go give me a bracelet. And you're a man. I got to watch you. A bracelet? I may as well go buy your tennis bracelet. I got to watch you as a man now because you're portraying the things of a woman. Your actions, you're acting weak. <laughs> Are you one of them in the church with the skirt on? I got to watch it. Yeah. So look, <laughs> all these things you are to do to Aaron and his sons as I have given you orders. For seven days, the work of making them priests is to go on. 36, every day an ox is to be offered as a sin offering. Every day we got to repent. I know this sounds like ancient years ago, but every day we must repent unto God many times a day as often as we can remember. Yeah. Every day an ox is to be offered as a sin offering to take away sins. And by this offering on it, you will make the altar clean from sin. And you ought to put oil on it and make it holy. 37 says, for seven days you ought to make offerings for the altar. And make it holy so that it may become completely holy. And anything touching it will become holy. What is that in your church? What your altar do? Do you go down to the altar and touch it? And now you made holy? 
You made clean, you different. Or do you go to the altar begging for stuff, asking for stuff? Or do we go to the altar making sacrifices to God? Mm. 38, and somebody said, well, that's what he said, for the priest. He said, you can do it too. You can do it too. Show God your true love for him. 38 says, now this is the offering which you are to make on the altar. Two lambs in their first year, every day regularly. Look at this. 39, one lamb is to be offered in the morning and the other in the evening. 40, and with the one lamb, a tenth part of an ephah of the best meal mixed with the fourth part of a hen of clear oil and the fourth part of a hen of wine or drank oil. For the one and the other lamb is to be offered in the evening and with it the same meal offering and drank offering for a sweet smell and offering made by fire to the Lord. This is to be a regular burn offering made from generation to generation at the door of the tent of meeting before the Lord, where I will come face to face with you and have talk with you. Yeah. You do right, I'm going to come and talk to you now. Oh, I would have been scared and excited all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. There I will come face with the chip, face to face with the children of Israel, and the tent will be made holy for my glory. He wanted to dwell among us. He wanted to be with us. He loves us. He loves us. He, he wants to be around. He wants you to know I'm here. Come to me, all that are burdened and heavy laden. I'll give you rest. But we're too busy doing what we're doing. We can't get aside and just meditate on God. And Lord, look what you did back then. Do something in me today. Make me over today. Make me a better person today, oh God. Fix my heart, regulate my mind. Let me go back and see what holy of holy meant. Let me go back and see, God, what being holy was. Because we out here with a whole different thing now and think it's our thing and we do what we want to do. God send the preacher to tell you something. You don't want to hear that because it's not what you believe. It's not what you feel like you want to do. Oh, but there's a day coming. You got that answer for it all. You got to stand before God in a holy place. And when you stand before him, it's not to make you holy. It's to judge you according to what you've done. Every day you make your own movie. Every day you're recording your own movie. Every action, everything, everything that you do is being recorded. And when you stand before God, what you going to say? I sent Barbara to tell you, but you didn't believe what she was talking about. Uh, you thought she was just somebody out here screaming Jesus. Yeah, but I told her what to tell you, but you ignored it. You went back to doing what you was already doing. You heard my word, but you didn't change. The day you hear my word, hard not your heart. Because it's not Barbara getting up, coming here early in the morning to play. God sends Barbara. Oh, I would have overslept so deep this morning. It would have been pathetic. I may not have gotten up until 12 or 1 o'clock because of the work. Sometimes the work is trying. 
It's long. It's tiring. Oh, but you know it's unto God, and it must be done. He chose you to get it done. So what you do, you pray and keep going. You get excited at some point that God is using you. Almighty God, Jehovah, is using you. You don't give up. I can't say you won't get frustrated and aggravated. But you're telling people, and they tell, uh-uh. God telling you what to tell them, and they telling you what to tell God without even knowing they're doing that. But anyway, 44 says this, I will make holy the tent of meeting and the altar, and Aaron and his sons will make holy to be my priests. 45 says, among the children of Israel, I will make my living place. And I will be their God. Lord, make your living place in me. And be my God. Make my house your living place. And be my God. Everything that I own, every thought that I have, be my living place. And you be my God. In the name of Jesus. This is what we should be telling him. Verse 45 of Exodus 29. This is what we should tell God. Not only does he hear, but he answers. And he want to be among us. He want to be with us. But he's a holy God and he just can't take what's unholy. Unless you're asking him to clean it up. That's the only way. Be ye holy for I am holy. Do you know what holy means? Look it up. I'm not doing the work for you. Look up being holy. Look up, no, look up the word holy. Just look up holy and see what it says and see if you can find yourself in the meaning of the word holy. That's all. And they will see that I am the Lord their God, 46, who took them out of the land of Egypt so that I might be ever with them. I am the Lord their God. Is he the Lord your God today? Do you love him? And men, especially men. No need to talk about I'm going to bow down to another man. No need to feel like you man to man. He's your maker. He made you for his pleasure. He's the Lord. He's God Almighty that have How much power you have? Can you make the world see? Can you make the rain come down? Can you make the sun shine near? This tells you this is a different kind of God. You may be a God with the small g. But this tells you the kind of God that he is. He's got all power. There's no higher power. And we must come subject to him. I don't care how much of a man you think you are, you take care of your house, you take care of your wife, yada, yada, yada. Hey, there's a breaking point, and let it be in God. Let it be in God. Cornelius was a man that did right. He gave much alms to the poor. He gave much to poor people. But that wasn't enough to be good. God told him to tell the men to go down to Joppa and get Peter. He went down there, Peter on the rooftop having visions and things. God told Peter to eat. He said, oh, no, Lord, I never ate no unclean thing. I can't eat no shrimp and crab and, and hog foots. And <laughs> I can't do that. 
He said, Peter, uh, 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 boy, look here. What I made, don't call it unclean. He made the crabs in the sea. He made the shrimp in the sea. He made the hogs, the pig. Oink, oink. Yeah. The other Peter come and say, hey, there's it, it, some guys down there looking for you. He said, okay. Let me go down here and see what they're talking about. But look, the man of God went to the house of the man of God and it wasn't no problem. Wasn't no problem. The true woman of God can come here and we eat and cook, Bible study. Uh, she got her work to do. She go out and do her work. I go out and do mine. And we never have no disagreements because we know what the words say. God put us together. And that's how they were doing back then. But the men come and, and, and let him know that Cornelius was requesting his presence. He went on, with, went on down to Cornelius' house. And when he got down there, Cornelius had invited everybody, all his family and friends that he loved. He invited them in. Peter came and gave the word and they all received the Holy Ghost. Because that's what Cornelius understood now. He had to have more from God that than just being a good person. Because good people can do some evil things if you hit them just right. Kill one of their children and see what they do for you. If it wasn't illegal. If it, if, if it wasn't illegal, I, they'll show you what they're working with. The good person that gave all to the poor people and, and built the homeless shelter and, and they put people together and they want them to love. And kill one of them children. And if it's not illegal, watch they kill you. A horrible death. So God sent Peter down there so that they would know that he gave the Holy Ghost to the Gentiles as well as the Jews. That God no longer was a respecter of persons. Although he chose them Jews to be his people, he opened the door where the Jew and the Gentile now can come to him. And today he's the same way. He's no respecter of persons. I don't see how people can hate other people and call themselves godly and Christian. What? For God is love. He loves everybody, and he made everybody for his pleasure. That lets you know when ignorant people been in the Bible. Because if you've been in the Bible and, and the preacher is teaching the truth, for God is love. He loved the good, the bad, and the ugly. He made us all for his pleasure. But he sent his son, that whoever believe on that son won't perish but have everlasting life. Where that's at? But you up teaching hate. You pointed on the man wants to die. I can tell you this. And after death comes the judgment. What are you going to do when you stand before God with your ignorant self and you don't have been in the word of God? What you going to do? <laughs> See, I think he was stopping up <laughs> Yeah, what you going to do? So the last of verse 29, and they will see that I am the Lord their God who took them out of the land of Egypt so that I might be ever with them. I am the Lord their God. Again, God want to be with us. He wants us to be clean and holy that we can even stand before him and we can see him face to face. But we can't get there 
So we trying to impress people. We trying to get that almighty dollar. We 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 scratching for the I mean just gone crazy. We don't let God do His job because we trying to do it for Him. We we trying to sell this. We trying to be involved in that. I get so sick of that foolishness on Facebook, and I'm having this kind of seminar, and you need to join so you can learn how to make money. The world calling it bands. You know them stacks. A thousand dollars might be a ten thousand might be a stack. For the love of money is the root of all evil. Companies are after your money like I've never seen before. I've never seen this kind of greed. Not that it hasn't always been here. But when I tell you it's out loud more and more, company, you in the month of May and you owe May bills, they done added June bill to it. You don't owe for June yet. You didn't get to June. I went to the door a while ago because they done marked up my grass with flags and paint. Talking about they bringing some IQ fiber company, a, a smarter internet choice. They got to dig in your yard or dig in the community and put the cable under the ground. All kind of construction foolishness in my book. But see, when people go to cheating the people of God and, and, and scamming and flim-flamming the people of God, God will move you out and bring somebody else along. Yesterday we talked about Netflix and Blockbuster. He moved Blockbuster. He allowed Blockbuster to get on out of here. I can't find no Blockbuster in Jacksonville where I can go over there and rent a VH movie or, 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 or even a CD, a DVD. Why? Something went wrong with Blockbuster. So many places done went out picking, all, all kind of stuff done went out. So now Xfinity Comcast will be on their way out of here. They'll south and they cable may be on their way out of here. And, and, and they internet may be on their way out of here. You have got to treat people right. I'm here to tell you this morning. Shante and I talk all the time. Y'all know that's, the, oh boy. And this is what I often share with her, Shante. Be careful how you treat people now. This thing going to come up again. You never know who's going to have to give you a bowl of soup or a glass of water. You never know who is going to have to pick you up off the ground. It's one of them people you done dogged out, you done talked to like you're crazy. If you don't treat people bad, you treat people bad in the end, you're going to be treated bad and nobody will be there. I taught all my kids that. Be careful how you treat people. See, because you up today, but you may be down later on this afternoon. Not tomorrow. This thing coming back fast now. It used to take a long time for people to get payment. That thing coming quick. And if we've done stuff to people, we got to repent and mean it. Lord, please forgive me for that. Not because I may need them to give me a glass of water, but God, I've done wrong. And I've sinned against you. And I've sinned against them by treating them so bad. 
And sometimes poor people have the uh, arrogant, most crazy attitude you want to see. Don't have two nickels to rub together and you got all that mouth and you all that because you're fake and you're trying to make people think you're something that you're not. And in the end, that thing will kill you. That thing will catch up to you. Let's go to God for real. Let's ask him for understanding. Let's ask him for knowledge. Let's ask him for understanding, knowledge, and wisdom. And all I'm getting, he said, get understanding. And this is why a lot of people can't believe. A lot of people in the church getting the wrong teaching. We don't go to God for ourselves. The songwriter says, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs we bear. Why? All because we do not carry every little thing to God in prayer. We too busy being the bigger man than God, the bigger woman than God. I'm not going to ask God for no money. He, he, he gave me health and strength to get some money. No, I, all money is not good money. I want the money that God sent my way because it ain't going to make me cry. It ain't going to add no sorrow. It could have came from the dope man, but guess what? It's not going to affect me because that's what God sent. Oh, we're doing some stuff around here, but we're not thinking. And we want the natural more than we want the spirit. And that natural going to carry us to hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what we gonna do? Are we gonna go to the altar and give God our all, or are we gonna keep thinking about what we want and what we want to hear and how? I want to hear the word of God. That's what I. The truth. And I want to be able to apply the truth to my everyday life. He told them to come over there and make them sacrifices every day. We need the truth of God every day. We need to repent every day, all day, as often as we can think about it. We need to show God we want him with us, among us, in us, around us. But we show God. We want more natural things than spiritual things. Lord, I, I, I want more of what's going on in the world than I want of you without even opening your mouth. A thought is a thing. Actions is a thing. We don't have to move our lips. We're just showing God. He hear what we say, but he's looking at what we're doing. And if what we're saying and doing are two different things, he knows we liars. A liar won't tear in his sight. He don't trust a liar. You come to him with all of that God ain't. He's like my poor child. Just come in with the lies and think I'm going to do something about it, but I'm not. Next thing you know, something else bad done happened. I'm talking about terrible. Why? We're trying to trick God like we can hide. His eyes are in every place. 
He's beholding the evil and the good this morning. And I'm telling you today, you can't hold it against me. It's not my word. But the wages of sin, whether it's a thought or physical, the wages of sin is death. You're going to die spiritually and you're going to die naturally. And end up in hell burning throughout throughout eternity. For the wages of sin is death. He went on to say, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. But he also gave us some instructions to inherit eternal life. Ain't nobody skating off and slipping and sliding off into heaven. Heaven is a special place. And just any and every old thing don't go on there. You got to be holy. He said he's coming back looking for the church. Look, that's holy without spot or rancor. You're not over there clowning. You're not going to church thinking you're doing God a favor. You're not doing all that dressing up because you want to be seen. He told the pastor what to wear. He told the church people what to wear. But we won't listen. But we're looking. We're not listening to God. We're looking. And them eyes are not looking in spiritual places. Our ears are not listening to spiritual things. You got more folks in the church that look at all that foolishness that Tyler Perry and different ones put out. What the girl name? And I do like her. Um, oh, I can see her. Why did I not? Not why did I get mad? I can do bad on April. I can do bad all by myself. The real actor. I know her name. But I, I can't. Henson, P. Henson, somebody. Anyway, all that foolishness we look at. She played in another uh, TV show with Terrence Howard. And the church folks couldn't get enough of it. That's why I put all the filth out here. Tarara J. Henson. Yeah, thank you, um, see, uh, no, Sister Dot. Listen, that's why the Hollywood put all this filth out here. Because the church folks, like the world, love the filth. They love the nonsense. You sitting up watching that mess, foolishness, when you could have took that time and did an extra long hour to a Bible study, or extra hour to a praise and worship in your own home, so that the spirit of the Lord can dwell there. I couldn't watch it. Some things he brought out, I could see. The imitation of, of, of something where the girl finally left her husband for the rich man and he pushed the mama down and all of that. He owned dope, got her own dope. He got AIDS and Dave Brandy AIDS. Yeah, not the real branding now, but the actor. This is what we this is what we hyped up on. This is how we spend our time. We busy going out to fancy restaurants finding all about so that we can tell people, oh yeah. Oh, I went out to the five star out in the southeast. Foolishness. 
cook at home. And while you eat, talk to your honey bunny about the Lord. Talk to your husband about the Lord. Talk to your wife about the Lord. At the table, y'all can have a one-night date at home is the call. I wouldn't date nobody, though. Not my husband. We're going to come together and have a wonderful night at home in our clean, comfortable, safe home. Out in the streets, it's not safe. You be coming out the five star and get blown down. I'm, I'm just telling you. This is why we take God into our house. Let your anointing rest here. God, you're welcome here. Come into this place. And some of us are afraid to say anything that's in here that shouldn't be removed because they're going to remove our husband. He's going to remove our wife. Might even move some of them children. If not all of them. Because they shouldn't be there. Disrespectful. Behind your back, out in the street, doing anything they big enough to do. You don't know nothing about it. Because when 9 o'clock comes, you don't know where your 13-year-old at. They said they was going over to Gloria House. You ain't checked on them since they left because you're so happy they're gone. If you don't want children, do what it takes not to have them. Then they're going to have fun. Fun lead to pregnancy. You carry the baby. Baby born, you don't feel like being bothered ever. Grandmama got him. Anybody can have him. Yeah. We just got to do better. We just got to pray and talk to God about getting holy and getting right with him and not making no excuses. That's all. I want you to listen to this. Because see, we 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 bypass things, we forget things, we roll on, or we pick and choose. We think God is a buffet. His word is a buffet. His laws is a buffet. We pick and choose what we want to eat. Well, you know, <clears throat> I I don't want iceberg lettuce. I I want a little more romantic. I'm going to put shrimp, crab, and bacon on my salad. I don't like French dressing. I want Thousand Island or I want ranch. God is no buffet, neither is his word. We can't pick and choose. We got to eat the whole word. We got to eat the whole book. And we got to live the whole ways of God. Listen to this. I'd like to go back here. I know a lot done changed since then, but I'd like to go back here. This interesting prayer was given in Kansas uh, in the USA at the opening session of their Senate. It seems prayer still upset. When Minister Joe Wright was asked to open a new session of the Kansas Senate, everyone was expecting the usual generalities. Generalities. But this is what they heard. Look now. Because even here, when the heat get hot, people people leave. Say, I can't take that. No, I don't want to hear that. I ain't going to hell. That's her talking. Okay. Heavenly Father, we come before you. This is what they heard now. Heavenly Father, we come before you today to ask your forgiveness and to seek your direction and guidance. 
We know your word says, woe to those who call evil good. But that is exactly what we have done. This in the Senate meeting. We have lost our spiritual equilibrium and reversed our values. We have ridiculed the absolute truth of your word and called it pluralism. We have worshipped other gods and called it multiculturalism. We have endorsed perversion and called it alternative lifestyle. We have exploited the poor and called it the lottery. We have rewarded laziness and called it welfare. We have killed our unborn and called it choice. We have shot abortionists and called it justifiable. We have neglected to discipline our children and called it building self-esteem. We have abused power and called it politics. We have embezzled public funds and called it essential expenses. We have institutionalized bribery and called it suites of office. We have coveted our neighbor's possession and called it ambition. We have polluted the air with profanity, pornography, and called it freedom of expression. We have ridiculed the time-honored value of our forefathers and called it enlightenment. Search us, O God, and know our hearts today. Cleanse us from every sin and set us free. Amen. The response was immediate. A number of legislators walked out during the prayer in protest. In six short weeks, Central Christian Church, where Reverend Wright has, is pastor, logged more than 5,000 phone calls, with only 47 of those calls responding negatively. The church is now receiving international requests of copies of this prayer for India, Africa, and Korea. With the Lord's help, this prayer sweep over our nation and wholeheartedly become our desire so that we again can be called one nation under God. Think about this. If you, oh, okay, that, that's for me to forward it on to somebody else. But listen, we got to get right. You're not slipping and sliding off into heaven. Folk done told you all you got to do is believe in the name Jesus. Go and, and ask him to come into your heart and live, and uh, it's good. Let me tell you, if you obey the word of God, you belong to God. If God speaks to you in your spirit, in your mind, in your heart, if you obey, you belong to him. If we're not obeying God, we don't belong to him. Look, we can pray for what we want. We can have faith enough to pray, trust God to pray, and have the patience to wait on him. But we can't wait. We got to have it today. We come from a quick, fast, and in a hurry society. And we want everything right now. The Lord know the very intent of my heart, and I wanted to give $100 to uh, Inspiration Ministries. It's been a while back. The $100 came up. Yeah. I was blessed. One of my spiritual daughters come and bless me. 
She didn't have to do that. She owed me nothing. Yeah, to Roger P. Henson. Thank you, Sion. I mean, Sister Dot. Sister Dot, thank you. Yeah. And, and, and then with that, it led to something else. Because God is faithful. The enemy was so mad with me. Boy, oh boy. But I know to hold on to God's unchangeable hand. I know not to turn it loose and let go of it. Yeah. And one more thing. We got to love. We can't hate and say we belong to God, for God is love. Look over in 1 John, the fourth chapter. Down around that eighth verse, he's going to teach you some things. And if you say you have God and you don't have love, the truth is not in you, but God is love. We got to come out of all of this old traditional taught foolishness and go back to the word of God and get understanding, get knowledge, and get wisdom. These people have been fooling us for too long. And I learned years and years ago, don't listen to just what a pastor say. Get in that book for yourself. Go back and pray and ask God, is this the truth? Teach me, Lord. And show me how to apply your word to my everyday life just as you want me to apply it. Not because the pastor said it. Not because the bishop came over there. I got some pastors, some bishops, some apostles, some prophets that I love. But I'm going to check behind you. Please believe me. I have to check behind you. I plan on really going back with Jesus when he comes. This no joke. This is a suffering way. And again, this morning, I, I don't care what church you come from, Baptist, Methodist, Pentecostal, uh, 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 Apostolic, Episcopal, whatever, Catholic, whatever you is. It's our job to prepare daily for his return. It's a suffering way of being. And if you're not willing to suffer for Christ, you won't make it. God sent him a way to prepare a place for us that where he is, we may be also. But if you're not preparing to go back with him, you won't go. They sit up and hate people. You can fornicate, adultery, lie, cheat, steal. Go to church because it makes you feel like you're a part of something. It's like a social club. You get dressed up to show off your fashions. You go to church in the fashion show mode. God can't use any of that. You're not working under him. You're too busy looking at your situation. If you get off your stool and do nothing and start doing something for God, God will bless you. But it's got to come from a sincere place. Pray. Forget what mama and them said. Because mama and them was wrong. Many of them had you in the Baptist church and y'all going over there off of foolishness. Had you in the Methodist church. Y'all were scared of war. 
had to go into Catholic, you went to, sent your children over there because it made you different and it made you look good. Now that come down to the wire, you got to have Jesus. Got to have it. And you can't have Mary. Mary dead and gone. But you got to have Jesus. He's still alive. And it's the only way to God is through his son, Jesus Christ. I'm just telling you the truth this morning. We got to wake up. It's not wind. Time is not winding up. Time has wound up. I'm here to tell you. You could be in there making your dinner and God crack the sky. And know what? We pray that it's in the summer. We pray he don't come back in the winter. He let us know two was going to be in the house, two was going to be in the field, one was going to come up missing. Because that other one did not sell out to God with their whole heart. I pray we all be ready when Jesus comes because he's coming back. And again this morning, he's looking for the church without spot or wrinkle. I'm trying to tell you something here. It's not your thing. You can't do what you want to do. He made you for his pleasure. You went to altar to the altar and said, I do. Lord, forgive me. Come into my heart and live forever. What we need to pray now is, Lord, teach us your way. Teach us how to apply your word to our everyday life. Help us to go back to the old path as often as possible and take a look around and stop looking at this new wave, new age stuff because them people is building their own empire and you paying them and helping them build it and hell will be everybody home because you've been taught. What you heard here today, you're responsible for it now. It's on you. Thank God for his people. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't tell you the truth. I've been out there in the world. I've been out there. I learned what slick is. Yeah, and and, and guess what? I know how to do some slick things. But guess what? You belong to God, not to me. Anything I do to you that's not of God, I got to pay, and I'm not willing. Do you see what God does to his enemies, what he does to his enemies? Oh, no, man, I don't know, sir. I don't want any of that. I don't want my house crawling with bugs or or, or rats. I I don't want nothing that uh -uh, that I, I shouldn't have that I don't have to have. God even remove all the grasshoppers because I was a, a bit afraid of them. They so big in the spring. Uh-uh. I don't like them, Lord. He moved them. Every now and then I see a grasshopper. The big ones. Now the small ones, okay. Get out my way. But the humongous ones, uh-uh. So God removed them. Minister Dion Ogletree, Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Y'all pray for me. Y'all pray for me. Pray for me. Yeah. Yeah, I think some skimming and scamming trying to happen. But anyway, um, we got to be ready when he comes. He's coming on a cloud and every eye should see him. And we should want to be just like him when he comes. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Listen, let's do a little roll call in this morning. I saw Brother D earlier. God bless you, Brother D. Good morning to you, Sister Irene, and good morning to you, Sion. Good morning to you, my God, baby, Laura. God bless you. Sister Simon, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Pastor David. Good morning to you, Minister Shonda. Good morning to you, Sister Jerry. Good morning to you, Sister Dot. God bless you all. God bless you all. That's the studio. This the roll call. Good morning to you, Sister Mary Ann and, and our Sister Melody Rose. Uh, good morning to Sister Alexis and uh, Sister Rita. Didn't I see Sister Rita? Good morning, Sister Rita and uh, Sister Diane and Sister Angela Foote and Sister Anna Lee Foote, Sister Sharon Slayton. Good morning to you. God bless you. I I, I, I haven't seen you, uh, Sharon, over on LinkedIn for a minute. But God bless you. Pray all is well. All is well. Good morning to you, Kim Hawk. And uh, good morning to your pastor, our very own Apostle Claudia Boatwright, the only pastor here. <laughs> God bless you. And uh, good morning to you, uh, Brother Lewis, Brother Jermaine. Brother Jermaine here today, by the way. Brother Anthony, Brother D, Brother Mike Hawk, Brother George West Perry, Brother Lee Hamilton, and uh, Brother Marquez Griffin. Brother Justin Gilmore, Brother Cal, and I think I said good morning to Pastor David Jackson. God bless you this morning. I hope I didn't leave nobody out. But anyway, we thank God today for his word. For his word is a lamp unto our feet. It's a light unto our path. And forever, oh God, that word is settled in heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We give God glory. We give him the honor. And we give him the praise. And look, I got one more uh, request this morning. And Sion, I want to apologize. They re- Apple reset my entire phone because we couldn't get notifications right. You know where it lets you know uh, you got a notification from PayPal, you got a notification from Facebook, or anywhere you get notifications. It lets you know to go check your messages or whatever. So they redid my phone, and I'm losing stuff. So today I'm going back with them, and we, we can't do no more resets, but I need you to help me out over here. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Sion. Thank you. But I'm send it again. I think you did already, and I'm going to immediately download it into the studio. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, let's go to this request. Gloria and I wrote this back in 1963, back when your mom and daddy were just courting, right? Just courting. Yeah, right.
I like that song myself. He touched me. And all oh, the joy that filled my soul. Something happened. And now I know it was Jesus that touched me. And he made me whole. Uh-huh. And it's all right today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We thank God this morning for his word. For his word really is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And forever, O oh God, that word is settled in heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. There is none like you. Yeah. We need to talk to him more. Tell him how we really feel. Yeah, he's waiting. He's waiting. Yeah. To hear what you have to say. Lord, I don't know today. God, I I, I want to believe. I, I want to do this. I want to do that. But I need your help today. Yeah, you just talk to him and tell him the truth like you would anybody else if you're telling anybody the truth. Yeah. I go to him just like I go to him. Plain and simple. Because that fixed up, pumped up, all of that, Father God, Abraham, Isaac, and you ain't got to go like that. Just go, Father, in the name of Jesus. But see, he going to move in the name of Jesus because that's that, um, that, 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 the guidance sign. Lord, I need help today. I'm not thinking right. I'm not feeling right. God, I don't know if I should go left or right. I'm I'm not going to go neither way. I'm going to wait on you. And if you don't send me either way, I'm not going. I'm going to just stay right here. Lord, if you don't do it today, it won't get done. Yeah, Lord, I, I, I need help right now. I, I, my thinking. Do you know I ask God what to wear? Lord, what to wear? Sometimes I be going back and forth, back and forth. Lord, what should I wear? 
God should not give them money or not. Because see, you can't lend money. The believer give it. If you don't have it to give, don't lend it. The person may say, I'll pay you back. Now, you can look for them to pay you back. And if they don't, you got to roll on because you see they was liars. And they can't come back and get no more because you ain't paid the person dead off. So you can burn your bridge. It's up to you. Yeah. But I thank God today he's on our side in spite of us. He's looking beyond fault. And yet we need your needs. He's looking beyond your fault. He said, cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. So all we got to do is go in and talk to the Lord. Lord, am I saved? Lord, do I have the spirit of you in me? Do I have the Holy Spirit? Or do I have the Holy Ghost, God? Am I really yours? Am I obeying you? Am I walking up right before you in the right way? Am I at the right church? Is pastor teaching me the truth over there? Am I going to church in the right spirit? I need your help. I don't know. Lord, make it plain. Make it clear for me that I understand so that I can obey your word. I can obey you. I can make you pleased by the things I'm doing. I can do what you can accept. You got to talk to him. Lord, I don't have no money. Thank you, Brother Lewis, for posting the script. I don't have no money. And, and I want to get this done and that done. God, can you move for me? Now, if he move on a birthday party, I know he'll move on bill paying, car buying, house buying. He'll move on any of that. But wherever you are right now, be content. Talk to him about your situation. Went to the wedding. I know if he can bless a wedding, he can bless us. He went back there with the, with the water, turned it into wine. Well, they brought it to him. Bring them pots here. Let me hook them up. Turned water into wine at the wedding. They said this. Oh, they usually put the little rock gut wine out first. But I see you. I mean, the best wine. They put the best wine out first. Because once they get drunk, that rock gut is going to taste the same. But I see you put the rock gut out first, and you say the best for last. At the wedding. If he can turn water to wine. But if you listen to what his mama said, obey what he's telling you to do. Obey him. You want the blessings of God? Obey him. You want the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy? Obey him. You want to drive the big Bentley? Obey him. You want promotion on the job and the uh, income that come with it, the raise that come with it? Obey God. You want to be something? Obey God. But see, most people uh, that God choose, they don't want it. I have to be honest. Oh, that ain't what they wanted to do. Because this was what I wanted to do. No, I, I, I had a little plan, see. I wanted to do something different. Not not with this here. 
and loving people and sharing with people and caring for people. Now, I, I, I wasn't trying to really get there. I may have considered some stuff with cooking and baking, but I, I wasn't considering going nowhere talking about the goodness of the Lord and making known his deeds among the people. No, that ain't what I and giving my last, I, I, no, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't signing up for that. And most people who he choose, that's not what they sign up for. Now, that them that want to be out there like that, he didn't call them. He didn't choose them. They went out there and found a way. But those of us that he truly called and chose, that was not. Uh-uh, we wasn't about that life right there, as they say, in the world. No, we had another life we was about. But he's the kind of God that loves us so much that he draw us in loving kindness. Once he drew me and I truly came to him, let me tell you what happened. I fell in love with his word. Well, I fell in love with him. I I love him. I fell in love with his word. I love his word because I know his word holds true. Oh, Sister Jerry, didn't you have something you wanted to say this morning? Please forgive me. I'm reading too many things. Please press that number one and come in. You woke, Sister Jerry. Unmute your phone. Yeah. So it wasn't, you know, what I was looking for. But I thank God I found it. I found him. I thank God. Because he knew where I was. I wasn't sure where he was or that he was, you know, even there. Hallelujah. All right, Sister Jerry, coming at you right now. Good morning. God bless you. We got some time. How are you? I'm okay, Sister Barbara. Good morning. How is everybody doing? Can you hear I'm me? Blessed. Yeah, I can hear you, but everybody else can say they blessed and you hear. Oh, Father, I, I understand. <laughs> you know, Sister Barbara, I've been enjoying those lessons and, and the training. And I often, because I often ask my brother, I say, Robert, why did God give me two, two special needs children? And why did God, he said, first of all, God didn't give them to me. You went out and said, I help you, Ralph. You've been four years old, and you must, I'll help you. You did everybody homework. You, you, you're the mother of the nation. She said, but what happened? Tell me the story. And every so often I would tell her. God said, Rap asked me, Jerry, I want you to take my two boys. I want you to raise them like you did your son. I want you to. Give them back to me when they turn 18. Very simple. And I say, well, I've you know, done all the work. I just give it back to you. Yeah, because I can't do it, sis. It's one thing to know what you can and cannot do. I said, oh, well, okay, let me think about it. Before the night came, I came, I said, I'm, I I got one first, and then next year the other one was born. And then Mr. Crowd stepped in. He said, okay, you 
can take in these two, but don't bring me no more children. Okay. Okay. Thank you. But then the children start growing up, getting into things, and just wouldn't understand it. But if you've never dealt with special need children, you don't know what you're dealing with. So I said to uh, my brother, he hadn't died yet. He died two years after I got him. I said, one of your children, he's just all over the place. And the other one, he almost a year old. He's not even trying to walk. He must be lazy. I said, I took him to the doctor, and she was saying, well, he'll do it in his time. He's a little delayed. I said, well, how delayed is he going to be with this little fat butt? I can barely pick him up. The more I talked about it, and then my other brother said, Jerry, I wouldn't have took them in. You have took in a problem. So I kept going to God, and I would hear what Ralph said. Raise him like Robert Jr. and let him go at 18. Give him back to me. I told my brother Mike, I said, how am I giving give him back to him? He's dead now. But that was not the key part of the story. Let him go at 18, Jerry. But we as parents, we get our children and we hold on to them because we don't want them to face the world. We just don't want them to face it. It's too much. So the other night I was laying here and I said, well, God, you gave Moses instructions. And we don't follow your instructions. Did I miss your instructions? He said, well, what was the instructions I gave you? Well, Ralph asked me to bring it, take my, take his kids in my house. Raising like Robert Jr. And I did that, God. He said, well, what else did he say? Make sure they get a good education. He said, what else did he say? I don't know. That's, that's about all I got, God. He said, well, I want you to think about that a little bit more and come back and talk to me. So the other day I talked to Bob. Bob said, oh, girl, I don't know if I could do this. I said, no. And I don't think I missed that I was supposed to bring these kids in because God made sure everything was in place. Where I died, I was already a doctor parent and just went smooth. Got them all in school. But it hit me last night. God said, what else did Ralph say? He said, I don't want you to leave one thing out. But well, the one thing I kept leaving out is give them back to me at 18. My son, when he turned 18, he said, Mom, I'm going to the military. I don't want to do that. Blah, blah, blah. He went in the military. He went on his own at 18. Al turned 23. He said, uh, I- I- I'm going to go to college, Mama. I gave him my car. That wasn't real. Then I look at Cap and he just keeps. Like he's struggling. And I said, Mama, he's just having a hard time. I don't know what I did wrong. I kept talking to my doctor. I said, you forgot the most important part. 
I raised them right now, a junior. They went to private school. They had the best. What part did I miss? When did you give them back? Well, God, I couldn't give them back the wrath at 18. He was dead. He said, I'm the father. Wrath the dad. You give them back to me at 18. And when we don't hear the full instructions of God, we mess up. I heard what I wanted to hear from him, take him in, reason, blah, blah, blah. But I forgot the part when they get grown, give them back to me. My brother died at 48 years old. I'm 67 and still struggling. I'm in the wilderness. God said, you don't have to be in the wilderness as long. When they turned 18, you were supposed to give them back. You held on to them 18 extra years. I didn't know. But I've learned by listening to your stories. Be sure when you go to God. That's why Habakkuk say, write the vision, make it plain. God gave you the instructions. You didn't write it down, so you kept living on. No, I didn't make the mistake. God gave me these kids. He only gave it to you for a season. Your season was up. Calvin is 26 now, and Look like you're in turmoil to get him what he needs and da da But laying here this morning, I heard God say, don't get upset. Sometimes the wilderness take us 40 years to get it. They didn't have to be in the wilderness for 40 years. All they had to do was listen to the instructions. Your life is like this because you didn't listen. You let your heart, your emotions. I'm not a heartless God. But Father knows best for his children. You are not, I didn't want you to give up all your life for the children. You were 32 when you got them. You're 66 now. I didn't tell you to keep them for 30 more years. And so that's what I want to just touch on that. I'm listening to the, the, the teaching very carefully because don't just take part of what God said and run with it. Oh, God said blah, 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 blah. That's why you be careful of what the prophet says. If you got a man and, oh, God, oh, the prophet said he's going to be mine forever. No, no, what else did the prophet say? Oh, the prophet said, go do this, 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 this. But first of all, it's okay to listen to what the prophet said. But if you go and talk to God and say, God, I know I heard what you said, but is that just a little piece that I forgot? Moses did what God said, but then he stepped off course. Give me, for I have sinned. 
Forgive me, Father, for even the righteous I was doing. It was still wrong. Now I understand why I'm in the wilderness. Now I ask you, Lord God, to give me strength to really let go and let you have your way. And you don't do the instructions, you don't get the gift. I'm not saying I won't get the promise. God is not a God that he shall lie. Yes, ma'am. He just wants us to pay attention. Okay, we got four minutes, Sister Jerry, so I'm going to pray. Yeah, and we're going to our last song of the morning. Yeah. All right, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. We know God is able. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for all that has been said and done. We thank you for this day. Thank you, Father, for hearing us, for listening, and for answering as we depart this morning. Bless our going out. Father, bless our coming in. Meet the need in our lives today according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. Father, we need better, more clearer instructions. We need a spirit of obedience unto you. Father, we need understanding, knowledge, and wisdom. Help us today, Father, as we depart in Jesus' name to seek after these things through you and through your word in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and be. Oh, oh, one more thing. One more thing I want to ask. Listen, I need to raise $500. $500. $500. So anybody can help me to raise that $500. I would appreciate it. Uh, If you go to my cash app to send money, I'm going there now so I can remember what it is. Uh, You would send that to the money sign, the big C in cash, the big C, small A-S-H, the big N, O-W, which 1727, which is money sign, cash now, 1727. Money, cash now, 1727. I wanted to remember that, and I almost forgot it. But anyway, make a lot of me and be while we're absent one from another in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves the shipper giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today. June the 1st, 2023. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye. Have a blessed day. We're going to our last song, hopefully, of the morning. And after this one, I won't be coming back. Again, have a blessed day. You're right.
watch his mane everywhere I go. You're gonna light my candle, son. You're gonna make it shine. You're gonna lead me to the throne. I am a working man. I get things done. Work for the Holy Ghost. Work for the Son. Child, I was born in the north. I was born in the autumn time. Lord, he knows what for. I was born when leaves turn red, born when things are dying. But I was born with a big old mouth. I am a working man. I get things done. Work for the Holy Ghost. Work for the Son. Oh, I am a special agent of 